Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is January 6, 2022. Welcome to the Zodiac chat line. I am your host, Tanae. And tonight we will be talking about sister signs. So thank you all for joining and checking us out. All right, just give me one second. She should be coming in in just a second. Here we go. Wow. Holy there it is. Shit. Yes. <laughs> Holy Mercury retrograde. Girl, what? Oh, my God. Like, that yeah. Listen. That was too much. That was listen. really upsetting. I had to leave. I had to come back in. Girl, I was like, goddess, why are you doing this? Not today. You know what? <laughs> what? That's good. Thank you, Queens, yes. for a preview of what we Hello. are going to deal with with Mercury Hello. retrograde. But look I at would... how we just maneuvered, you know, adapt. Kept make it, it pushing. Make it. Listen. Detroit. Okay. Right. So how are you? Great. Now that I'm here, how are you? Okay. I, listen, bless and highly flavored. You know how that is. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with the uh, sky this week? Not much has changed since we talked about, you know, everything with the new moon in Capricorn. The moon has moved into Aries. So it's fun, a little fiery energy for a fire, day fire, or two. <laughs> and uh, Venus is still retrograding. As we mentioned, Mercury is about to be retrograde. So everybody... <laughs> Renew your Apple Care. Do not put your phone on the toilet. Like, <laughs> make sure all your laptops are pushed far enough away from your desk edge. Like, you know, standard protocol. You know, just slow down and chill out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, yeah. not much new. Okay, so today, y'all, we are talking about what sister signs, opposites, yo, sister from another mister. The sign you can look across the zodiac wheel and be like, I mean, I know you, but do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. like, you know, it's like a good reflection of yourself and then a triggering reflection of yourself. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah, your sister sign is the sign that's directly opposite from you on the zodiac. And you have, just like with your siblings, fundamental things in common. Mm -hmm. And those things can be very grating, depending <laughs> on what the qualities are. Um, but you approach things differently because you have a different element. That's probably mm -hmm. the thing that people are the most familiar with about their sign is its element. Because okay. all signs are either fire, air, earth, or water. Mm -hmm. um, and so with your sister sign, you have a different element, which just means you have a different way of being oriented in your, your mindset. Um, Naturally, right. So fire is all about like the impulse, the immediacy, like it's, it's, it's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and they are very passionate. So that's, you know, our Aries, Leos and Sages. Um, and then we have the air signs that everything's like about a thought. It's always thinking. So that's like Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And with water signs, everything is emotional. That's uh, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Um, we're all about feelings. <laughs> um, and then for Earth signs, everything is physical. And that's going to be Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo. Everything is about what you can actually see, feel, and touch. And even though they are also <laughs> very emotional, they stick to things that are real. 
And then also within these signs, we have different types of what we call modalities or how these elements um, go into action or what they, what they are. And usually it represents how they, uh, where they come into their season. So you have cardinal energy and that is usually, um, those are always Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra. Mm -hmm. And then fixed energy is going to be Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, Leo. And then mutable energy is going to be Sagittarius, Gemini, and Virgo, Pisces. So, you know, those are just the things we kind of want to bring up to you guys. When we start talking about it, you're familiar with it. Yeah. So we're going to start. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say cardinal signs, action takers, doers, leaders, starters, (laughs) not finishers. (laughs) Those, they leave that to the fixed signs. (laughs) They do. Fixed signs are finishers. They are getting set out on the path and they go and they will go until it is really not helpful, um, but they will keep going. And mutable signs are receptive. They take in energy. And sometimes they don't exactly know where they're going. And that's <laughs> fine for them. That's why they have the cardinals and the fix to help them either, you know, start it or finish it. Something right. like that. But it's good to have the mutable energy for the cardinal and the fixed because it flows in between in the middle. Absolutely. So we're going to start at the top of what we consider the beginning of the Zodiac, Spring Equinox, that does begin with Aries season. So shout out to all you Rams. Um, we got a minute, so chill out. We still, in the wintertime, still have a couple more signs before you. So, But we're going to talk about, because we know you like to be first, but we're going to talk about Aries and their sister sign, Libras. Um, so Aries, Aries starts with the self. Aries is the ruler of the first house, um, and they are the first. They are always really there to be the first um and their sister sign or opposite is libra and libras are very much all about partnerships and balance and relationships and if you look at what they are like they're both cardinal ones cardinal fire and one's cardinal air um but they both are great initiators of their project um aries that likes the independence Libra likes the partnerships. And so when those two come together, let's say romantically, it may not always work out. Um, I'll give you an example. Mariah Carey is an Aries. Nick Cannon is a Libra. That didn't quite work. It did for a while. They had beautiful children. But, you know, it's Mariah Carey. Um, and she's an Aries, like, can you get more Aries than Mariah Carey? Yeah. And so, you know, it's good to have affinity with your sister sign. You guys understand each other, but sometimes the things that, that make you so different don't allow you to complement each other too well, but you can learn a tremendous amount, uh, from your sister sign. Aries Mm. can learn how to, balance their energy, balance the sun, and like balance just all of that fire. And Libras can learn to be a little more independent and mm-hmm. know that they're okay um, and standing on their own. And Libras, you know, they try and balance out the fire, but Aries, Aries is, Aries is fire. 
Yeah. Like it's, it's the, they're an interesting sister sign because I feel like they, Aries and Libra were, when I was prepping for this episode, one of the pairs that had, I felt the least in common. Agreed. Of the sister signs. Yes. I think be, what they do, ha- what Aries and Libra have in common is they're both commanding presences. Like a Libra almost always makes an impression on a room because they are usually very physically beautiful. And so a- they walk in. Aesthetics and are gorgeous. <laughs> and Aries is, is not maybe thought of as one of the hot girls of the Zodiac, which would be like, Taurus, Libra, and maybe Scorpio, because they're Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus, and Scorpio is Scorpio. Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but but Aries are nonetheless very sexy, and they they mm-hmm. project a presence. They they have they make a big Always. first impression, and so Always. Aries and Libra, I think, have that in common. They're mm-hmm. both comfortable being the center of attention. Not that they necessarily always seek it, but they're comfortable there, though Libra much prefers to be there with one other person. Oh, like yes. if they that's why Nick Cannon <laughs> wanted Mariah Carey around. What better like star to attach what? yourself to there isn't one than the fucking fire of the sun, <laughs> Aries. Like but but Libra's quest to be coupled up in like mm-hmm. every aspect I think leads them to having um, difficulty with boundaries and maintaining boundaries. Lots and of kids. Everyone, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cannon has six kids in a year, but let's make abortion legal. Whatever. You know what? It's fine. We're all doing okay. Um, <laughs> but, but Aries probably could do with, I won't say softening their boundaries, but like evaluating their boundaries to make sure that yeah. those boundaries work to allow in the things they want to, you know, that I mean, everything Larry, has to be done alone. Aries has to get out of their own way though, because, you know, as the first sign of the Zodiac, they're coming out the gate like, hey, hey, I'm here. I don't, I don't really need the rest of y'all. I started this thing, you know, and so mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's learning that like, all of the signs need each other. We work better together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we work like, better together. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing is like all the signs, uh, you know, have things to learn and they are built upon the previous signs. So like everybody should work together and you can always learn something from another sign, but you will always learn the most in your relationships with your opposite signs because you guys just have, it's like your own language that you speak mm-hmm. your own language. Um, and so I just like siblings. Yeah. Exactly. Your sister signs are always, you know, there's, there's yeah. something that you fundamentally understand with each other. Absolutely. So what's next? Next up is Taurus and Scorpio mm. who are the fixed feminine signs. Um, so, they are, as I mentioned, hot <laughs> girls of the Zodiac. Taurus and Scorpio are both very beautiful. Um, Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, um, which just imbues everything they do with an aesthetic quality. And they give a shit what everything looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like, anything you can perceive with your senses. All of it. Scorpios are extremely sensual. They're 
known for being sultry and mysterious and sexual. They rule the genitals. Both Taurus and Libra rule erogenous zones. Scorpio, obviously. Or, I'm sorry, Taurus and Scorpio, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Taurus and Scorpio rule erogenous zones. The the vagine and or penis. um, (laughs) And the throat, right, yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) And both are obsessive which is a quality a shadow quality of all fixed signs i would say um because fixed signs are stubborn and i think stubborn and obsessive are like all the same yeah kind of the same thing um and they're very hardworking. both libra and scorpio taurus and scorpio taurus oh my god jesus i need to stop smoking weed okay so both (laughs) taurus and scorpio benefit from having a career that they're passionate about that they Absolutely. can fixate some of that obsessive energy on. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially probably more for Taurus because oh, yeah. as an earth sign, they're so concerned about building material. Things, Absolutely. Um, that they really need a career. Scorpio benefits from it. They, they probably don't feel they need it necessarily to succeed in material terms, but because they are a water sign and they're very obsessive and very sexual. Um, they have an easy time falling into torrid affairs or emotional um, issues that just suck up their entire being. They're ruled by Pluto in the underworld. And that's a very dark, that's a, a, a difficult energy for anybody to really deal with. And with Scorpios, like, they go deeper than most people could even, like, you know, some of us go, like, a tenth deep. Scorpios go 110% deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what I would say that Taurus and Scorpio fundamentally differ on is that, as I mentioned before, Tauruses are sensual and are a little bit... um, they can be misperceived as superficial because they are so obsessed with like making everything look good and making themselves mm-hmm. look good. And they expend a lot of energy on their home decor and, and fixing every part of themselves. But it's because their mental wellness depends on everything like looking good. It's not that they're inherently superficial. Right. Oh, no, um, no, no. But Scorpios go deep on everything. They don't take anything at face value. A Taurus, if you're an asshole to a Taurus, Taurus is like, oh, that person's an asshole. Scorpio's like, what did you do? Why did you do that? And and (laughs) they don't take anything, even their own physical sensations at face value. No. So, like, that is where that worldview difference is very pronounced, I think, in that pair of sisters. Scorpio will come to get you 25 years later. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's like like. Did you piss off a Scorpio in 1999? <laughs> Good luck, because, right? Because you made it this coming. far, yeah. they've still been stalking you this whole time. Yeah, Scorpio's on some. I know what you did last summer. Shit, it's cool though. It's cool though. Um, you know, I will admit I have eighth house energy, which does rule the planet of Scorpio. Um, I have a lot of eighth house energy, so. You know, I I'm comfortable in that energy. I like that, but you know, <laughs> I. I'm not the one or the two. Um, <laughs> so who's next? <laughs> so, girl, let's go to um, the the basically not the redheaded stepchildren so much, but the ones that like <laughs> create the most, you know, 
interesting type of energy, we have Gemini and Sagittarius. Gemini's, the sign of the twins, that is mutable air, which means everything you would think and then some. Um, think of like different Think of just puffs of air just going everywhere all the time, but they have nowhere to go. And there's, and they're really not doing anything. They're just always, <laughs> they're just always there. And there's just a bunch of them. You know what I mean? And like Sagittarius, think of like really big aims of fire. Really, all of a sudden, if you run into a Sagittarius, which is mutable fire, which you know, we like to contain fire in some sort of way, but like the fact that it mutates, it's like, what is it mutable? And you never know what a Sagittarius is that 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 is going to turn into. Um, Sagittarius is like, imagine like hot coals. You know what I mean? Do you know what hot, like visualize and, hot coals in your mind and anywhere you step, it might actually be lava. You don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and you never know. And don't, that's and, Sagittarius. And, and both Sagittarius and Gemini. So Gemini rules the third house um, of communication, siblings, short distances. Um, it's, it's it also rules it's also ruled by the planet of mercury so when mercury goes retrograde that's why a lot of communication and transportation issues go completely left you send the text message to the wrong person you don't proofread your email for work and you send it to the whole distro list and not just somebody you know it's that kind of energy and mercury is also known as and gemini's are known as like the trickster and the two sides of gemini are they are they they are their own opposite. They are their own twin, mm. the the good twin and the bad twin. And learning, Gemini's have a very difficult time grounding all of that air energy because it's always so changeable. They are never their opinions never stay what it could be. It fits their situation. It doesn't fit always who they are because they're they're the human chameleons. And then you have the Sagittarius's, which if you've ever had to be told something bluntly. That's probably who told you with no kind of malice in their heart, just straight shooter, take it like a champ, might well up a little bit in your eyes, but they're just being blunt honest. Sagittarius's are all about standing true to what they believe in, their philosophies. They are ruled by the ninth house, so that's travel. That is higher learning. It's, you know, more of like, what it sometimes it's more like sometimes it's your not always your spirituality that's like more pisces but just a higher level of your philosophy, philosophy. Yes. yeah so philosophy mm -hmm. and sometimes that equates your spirituality um but sagittarius, i think for most sagittarius is it does exactly that's that's what i mean yeah for most sagittarius is there it's them that it is innate by them they are also ruled by the planet of jupiter which is a planet of luck and jupiter currently is in pisces um, but when you, when Sagitt because Sagittarius is a rule by Jupiter and the planet of luck, most of the time they're always lucky. Um, I, I, I really try to, with Aries and Libra and with Gemini and Sagittarius, find a sister couple that was still together. We did have Angelina Jolie, who was a Gemini and Brad Pitt, who was a Sagittarius. They're not together anymore, you know? Um, so it, it doesn't always work out with your sister sign, um, but I'm sure that they had a great affinity for communication language. I mean, look, they adopted, okay, I'm not being shady, but like 17 kids and from all, from all over. And so 
that matches for both of their energies. Gemini being able to communicate with all different types of nationalities out throughout the world and Bre and the Sagittarius being able to experience all different kinds of cultures. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, so what they have in common is communication, you know, just like seeking out Gemini intelligent details. Yeah, it's, it's that, mm -hmm. it's, it's that. And the fact that they're always so changeable, like their energy is necessary because we always communication, words, language is always changing, travel, learning about different cultures. All of that is like ever evolving. Nothing mm -hmm. is ever so stationary. So um, I, you know, I, I rocks with I rocks with Sagis hard. So Sagis, that's 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 the homie sign for me. I married uh, a Sag. <laughs> that's the homie sign for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, yeah. I so I put Gemini and Sagittarius down as intelligence versus wisdom mm, because perfect. both signs are extremely smart to mm -hmm. a fault. <laughs> smart. They're both really vibrant and vivacious. Gemini and Sagittarius make every party more interesting. Um, <laughs> but I left <laughs> up the, <laughs> the definitions of intelligence, which is the ability to gather and use knowledge versus wisdom, which is an understanding of truth. And the difference between Gemini and Sagittarius to me is that Geminis will change their opinions to please their friends and Sagittarius will change their friends to fit with their opinions. Absolutely. Like, what's Sagittarius has, has, had that revelation of truth in their life because they Gemini's are Jack of all trade, master of none other than acting. They're excellent <laughs> actors because really? they can yeah. be whoever at any different time. And it's not that they're malicious in that. It's just that they are interested in everything and they're interested yeah. in everybody. And that's, it's, it's a kind of heartwarming quality in a way, but it can lead to them be having a very superficial understanding of things. And sometimes thinking they know yeah. more than they do. They're um, not the deepest sign that, at all. Like, no. yeah, self-awareness and deepness is not always, that's an, it's an active lesson for them. And that's what they can learn from Sagittarius. Yeah. And I think that the, uh, a shallowness is a shadow quality of all those first six signs, right? Especially the first four, like I, mm. so I include myself in that, you know, <laughs> that's been a, 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 a learning curve as I've gotten older. Um, but yeah, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer are all um, very self-involved, and that's and that's okay. It's okay to be self-interested and self-involved to a certain those are, extent. But those are what those those houses represent is very much the self. The self. So they, yeah, that's it makes sense. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's that's the best way. So as a good segue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. So moving on to next up in the zodiac, sisters. Uh, is Cancer and Capricorn. So um, Cancer and Capricorn are both cardinal feminine signs. So they're both highly ambitious, very decisive, and do not like being questioned on the decisions they've made, <laughs> you guys. They're very much the mom and dad of the Zodiac. That, um, they are the mom and dad of the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. They are big RA energy, like rules and doing things the right way, which is their way. Um, they're both very loyal, um, mostly kind. Capricorn can be difficult, you know, but they're generally not <laughs> malicious or like Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, they're 
usually will just shut you out before they'll be mean to you, I guess, is kind of my thought process on that. Um, they both kind of have a superiority complex. <laughs> Mom and dad energy. They just think that they make the rules and they know what's going on. Um, they're both very fiscally responsible and um, savvy with money. Um, the big differences with Cancer and Capricorn is that Cancer thinks everything is emotional and Capricorn thinks everything is business. Everything is emotional. And both of them need to have both. For, for, for a Capricorn to be happy on the inside, they need to be successful in their career in some way, building something that they love. But they also need the support and emotional stability that a family provides. Absolutely. And for a Cancer to be okay, she needs, uh, you know, emotional stability and a sense of a stable family situation but also needs to fulfill her career ambitions. Absolutely. And usually a cancer male or female will subvert their ambitions to serve their emotions. And a Capricorn will subvert their emotions to serve their ambition. Um, and both and cancer, yeah. need both. And cancers rule by the moon. And as we can see, the moon changes its phases. And so of all the water signs and of all the cardinal signs, like, those emotions are what rule cancer. They mm -hmm. don't, you know, I mean, that's, that's what it is. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I rocks with cancers. You already know, Shadi. We just like sign, your so, mother, you know. we will take care of you. <laughs> Guys, right? give us your sad. Give us <laughs> your emotional. Like, we will, we're here to give Listen, you hugs. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm here for <laughs> it. So you know that. And, and I love me some Capricorns. Shout out to one of my favorite Capricorns who is not on this chat right now, but I'm shouting him out anyway. Sam, I love you. Congratulations on your new baby. Born the same day as you. Yes. So, yeah. Only a Capricorn could do that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, next up, we have, of course, uh, Leo and the sister sign of Aquarius. Um, so, you know, that is... Uh, oh, we, we both get to do our own signs. I know, right? Right? So, um... <laughs> Uh, Leo is my sister son. I am uh, the Aquarius. Um, Leo's. You think? <laughs> like, just, like, I don't have the hair to be a Leo. Um, so, but I love them. Um, but Leos um, are the sign of self. They're the sign of ego. They are ruled by the sun. And so that's how, that's all they know to be. Their lives are about self-expression and being out there. They are natural performers, even if they don't try. J-Lo, let's just throw her out there. Whitney Houston, another Leo. Um, by A lot Davis. of U.S. presidents. <laughs> Barack Obama. Bill Clinton. Leo. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so George W. Bush was a cancer. Duh. <laughs> he was mad about his daddy's issue. That's oh, why we got male cancers. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Anyway, Leo. Leo. <laughs> Said I had to take a moment. Okay, so anyways, Leo. Leo is ruled by the, is ruler, um, it is fixed masculine fire. Um, and so if a Leo decides that they are going to do something and take action, 
that action will be taken and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it to change their minds. It just is what it is. Try not to get burned. Um, Leo's also rule the fifth house of child's like childlike play, uh, romance, dating, fun, creativity, um, all of the things that we want our son to express the best parts of us and our inner child. That's the best part of Leo. Um, and Leo's really teach us how to shine and really turn our lights on. <clears throat> Opposite of that is Aquarius. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Opposite of that is Aquarius. And that is um, the ruler of the 11th house. That is friends, community. Um, Aquarius is a fixed air sign. And if I decide and I have already thought it through, please don't try and change my mind because I've already thought 20 steps ahead of you. Um, that is just Aquarius energy. Aquariuses are always in the future. They're ruled by the planet of Uranus. Uranus is um, upheap, surprises. It rules electronics and uh, technology and so electricity. So it's all of these things that are quite unpredictable, like an Aquarius, if you've ever met one. <laughs> um, but if you get to know an Aquarius, um, you understand that the similarities that they do have, especially with Leos is, and I, I think this is also with most fixed signs is their loyalty, um, especially to um, Leos are loyal to themselves and uh, <laughs> they are, they're, they're first one. They're and not, a small group of. Not in a bad way. I'm just saying like they're, they're that's when you talk about self-confidence and like, loyal to yourself in that way and True. Aquarians are loyal to their ideals and themselves but they're also very loyal to the people around them mm -hmm. um, especially their friends um, both tend to have very small groups of friends they don't really <laughs> have a bunch of people around um, and I think you will perform for, <laughs> for everyone and everyone will might have feel like they're Leo's three friend. people that they actually are friends right. with. Aquarius is the same thing. Aquarius will be friendly and is known as a super friendly sign and will be like, hey, how you doing? But that doesn't mean we're friends. That's just, that's just Aquarius being a kind human being, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that what Aquarius learns from Leo is really how to be okay being in the spotlight and performing. And what Leo learns from Aquarius is how to really appreciate the community and appreciate, appreciate who you're performing for, not just to perform, just to be a performer. Um, and so, you know, I will say, I did find that the Leo and Aquarius axis that's still together is Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Um, which one of those is which? Leo is uh, Mila Kunis. Leo is Mila Kunis. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think of all the sister signs, <laughs> Leo and Aquarius is one of the better as a match. And actually, the other one I would pick would be Taurus and Scorpio. Maybe something to that fixed energy for both of them. But I think that they're, they fare better than any of the other four sets. Yes. Um, and I think it's because as, as fixed as they are, fire and air aren't as, aren't as fixed as earth and water. Do you know what I mean? Like you can really move, um, you can move air, you can move fire. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Even if it's fixed, you can still move it. But you know, those aren't the elements that move. Um, do you I, know mean, what I mean, water does, but it doesn't, um, it's not, it doesn't usually have great direction. <laughs> yeah. Like fixed, fixed water doesn't really make sense. 
Right. Uh, well, unless, it's ice, unless it's ice, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't, but fixed earth, like, you oh, can't yeah. move what are that? You do what? That. That's, a, yeah. that's called brick wall. That's yeah. it. It's called a brick wall. So um, I, I do agree. And, and I will say that um, Whitney Houston was a Leo and Bobby Brown was Aquarius. Now, before I finish, what I will say is those two, their vibration wasn't high. So when you're with your sister sign and both of your vibrations are low, it is detrimental to both of you because you're not learning anything. You're increasing the trigger points and it's amplified in real life. Yeah. Um, it, and it just gets kind of like out of there. So um, Aquarius, Leo, you know, that's, that's, that, those are, that's that. So we come to the final Wait, no, group. I want to talk oh, about Aquarius oh, and Leo oh, yes, for yes. a second. Go, go, go. Yes, please. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. That's okay. Um, no. no, I was just going to say that I, I was thinking about those two signs and I like both. I fucks with Aquarius is heavy. I tend to have a lot of them in my circle. <laughs> um, and they are, I, what I was thinking about was how both Aquarius and Leo are great at, at having one-on-one conversations with people. Um, they can make you feel like you're the only person in the room. Um, Aquarius, I think more so because they genuinely want to connect with people on a human level and Leo's because they want to be liked and be (laughs) likable. Um, Oh yes. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So I was just thinking about how they were similar in that respect and, but they're different. And I think this is a, a big difficulty it's it's really more, I think, a difficulty for Aquarius than Leo is that Leos are much because they're kind of performing for people and seeking out that praise. I think that parlays easier into uh, interpersonal relationships and Aquariuses <laughs> have a hard time dealing with people's everyday bullshit. So they have a harder time <laughs> getting like close I do both do keep a small circle, but I think it's probably a little bit easier for Leo to get even that small circle. Than Aquarius is just not going to deal with most well, people's bullshit. And the thing is, is like, I will just say this Aquarius. The common misconception is that Aquariuses are cold and aloof and don't have feelings. And if you genuinely know Aquarius, you know, this is absolutely not true. You know that they are probably the most feeling of the Zodiac, but they're called the water bearers because they carry their emotions with them. They don't carry them on them or in them. And it makes life so much easier for an Aquarius to be there for you because they're not drowning in your feelings. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, 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 that's how I feel about it. But I, I, you know me, I, I fox with Leos. I, a lot of my good friends are Leos. I have like that's just but you always have that friendly affinity towards your sister sign at least a dynamic relationship with them. i mean it's not not dynamic it has to be like if you think about it like you're you're it's the opposing energies of what you need is like there so it's like yeah. a magnet but like uh you know yeah mm-hmm. okay so last Virgo and not least no Virgo and Pisces um, the two mutable feminine signs of the zodiac um super devoted super loyal people um 
would give anyone anything. Virgo is the sign of service and, and Pisces is simply the sign of absorbing everyone in the world's <laughs> shit to their Stop. own detriment. Bless them. Um, <laughs> like truly bless them, not bless yes. their heart. Maybe no, shady, but, but like, like really they yeah. need a blessing. Um, yeah. Cause they're dealing with a lot right now. Um, and they're uh, super, full of ideas Pisces is those ideas are very dreamy and maybe not grounded in reality at all usually not um Virgos are always inventing new systems and methods mm. for dealing with things and also sometimes nitpicking everything <laughs> to death because both of those signs have a hard time with focus. I think that that's a shadow mutable mm. quality in general. Mm. Gemini and Sagittarius share that as well. Um, but they're, if they could, if they could get what the other one has, either one would be unstoppable because if, if Pisces could get some of that grounding, mm -hmm. their mutable energy and their super high emotional 12th house like sixth seventh sense way shit that they're operating the on, <laughs> like they would be able to see their pathway to exactly what they wanted mm -hmm. and get there and virgos if they would just let themselves give themselves like a little grace to daydream and yeah. yes i was gonna say dream a little yeah and just <laughs> not take on every single responsibility for themselves um that was something I also put as a shadow quality of the mutable signs is trouble uh -huh. with, with accepting responsibility. And really, Pisces, Gemini, and Sagittarius just straight up have a problem accepting responsibility. <laughs> they don't want it, and they have a hard time taking it. Absolutely. Not. Virgo has kind of the opposite problem, where their problem with responsibility is that they just take on too much of it. And they kind of set themselves up for failure a little bit or for for burnout, which is maybe worse. Like maybe and the failure would be better. They have a tendency to overanalyze so much and get stuck in the really small things. And like you said, be hard on themselves and they don't give themselves enough grace. And Pisces and Sag and Gemini are like, I live in grace. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you got it. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. It's, it's great. cool. You are. Yeah. You're on it, right? You still love me anyway. It's cool. It's cool. I'll, I'll give you the ideas. I'll give you all the creative ideas because those actually, those signs are highly creative. I mean, you think about um, Rihanna, who's a Pisces. You think mm. about, um, uh, Timbaland, who's an amazing producer, Pisces, um, Beyonce, Virgo, Virgo. Mm -hmm. all damn day. But you mm -hmm. see, she made that happen. Mm -hmm. Happen. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Over time, dedicated her service was to her, you know. And Virgos, that's part of the reason they take responsibility for everything is they can't relinquish control over any little thing. But it's weird because they, they, they want, they, they are micromanagers, but they have a hard time with macromanagement. And that includes in their own mindset. Yeah. Um, but they're so, they're generally, like, they really will usually burn out before they fail. Like, they, yeah. Virgos will not give up. They're not here to quit on you. They are going to do everything for the group project. And you guys will get an A, you know, like, and yeah, well, Pisces is asleep in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, um, I appreciate Virgo's energy for 
even with Immutable, they're pretty consistent when it comes to working and really when they're dedicated to something, um, being able to go, okay, I want it to look, you know what I admire most about Virgos is that they can literally look at something, be like, this is how I want it to look and then present it. Beyonce's Black Like King. She came up with the entire concept. Every single one of her videos is more just, it, it, it expands. She has every single thing she created that in her mind and then she presented it. And, you know, Pisces, theirs is, everything is very soulful and it's so like, it's not deep like a Scorpio, it's ethereal. It's on a whole, it's like otherworldly and mm -hmm. they're ruled by the 12th house and that's your subconscious and that kind of takes your spirituality and they're ruled by Neptune. And sometimes Pisces will live in illusions and fantasies and they don't know how to be the grounded Virgo and that's the type of energy they need to take from them. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know. That's shadow for all water signs though. Like yeah. all oh, of for us sure. can be completely living in a world of our own imaginings probably honestly i cancer is maybe the least of of the three but we still will very much create a fantasy in our mind about oh, something sure. especially if it's something relative to our family like i've had to really have conversations with myself about like what happens if one of my kids does something really bad you know like I, like i have to believe that could happen you know what i'm saying like and you don't want to be that parent who's just like we know which one it's gonna be well <laughs> but anyway but no, no you can't saying, be that though, yeah struggle to to remember that i i have to be grounded in reality with those people i love too yes, that's hard absolutely for but, but a water sign but it's good that you are self-aware enough to go this is what i have to do to make sure that I'm living my best self, but also like helping myself grow because it's like, I can't be just like this. This isn't, you know, and, and that's the thing. That's why we got astrology. That's what I'm, yo, that's what I was about to say. That's the thing about astrology. You know, like you look at it and a lot of you have, even though you may not have planets in every chart, they exist. They all existed when you were born. So part of you is part of it. And we're all part of the whole Zodiac. We all have a little bit of each sign in us and we all can take lessons from each sign. And when you attract those type of energies and friends, that should be a knowledge to you. That's the type of energy you should gain from them. That's what you're reflecting. And so that's what you're looking for. Whether you're, they're your sister sign or not, you can always know when you have friends of this or that, you know, it's because your soul is craving to be able to have that type of energy that balances you out in some sort of way. Yeah. Yeah, or their energy is going to precipitate something that's going to balance yeah. you out in some yeah, sort something. of way. Yes, it, it's sometimes like, it's people are agents of chaos, and, and but you, but that it's always power or whatever right. you yes. are dealing with is yes. is going to come down. But okay. it's always a catalyst for you know, like everybody's in it. Just in in regular, everybody's energy is a catalyst for somebody else. And you just never know what you're gonna run into. But if you're in tune with yourself, your intuition tells you like, mm, or, <laughs> oh my God, it does, it does immediately. But I mean, you know me and you know, I'm always like, oh, not doing that. But 
what when you and I met, I was like, hey girl, yeah. what's up? That mm-hmm. is the that is the homie. And you know, guys, Cassie and I have been friends. Soul for, reflected soul for like almost ten years. So it's yeah. like you know when you meet people with good energy and you know, you're a cancer and I'm a cancer rising. So I love that our energy bonds in a way of very much like home and family and like you know things like that but also like you know being action oriented and and the things we want to accomplish that make us feel good so it's um it's always good to know your chart and know the people around you and know their energies and help them yeah and speaking of knowing your chart you guys this sunday we have guests on the show we're real people chart real people they're booked they have signed paperwork it is happening Uh, uh, so uh, uh, this uh. Sunday, January 9th, 11 p.m. Eastern time. We're still yeah, rolling we go, with late, late we night. We're doing the late night, yo. Late night, yo. But you can always catch it on YouTube the next day. But I'm just True. saying. We and if more of you subscribe, I can change the URL and Ooh. make it something cool. That's not YouTube.com slash like the noises <laughs> that dial-up internet used to make. Whoa. Okay. Aging uh, yourself. All right. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we're gonna have our producer Coral hop in to give us an audience question. Hey, and I am going to try it. And, and we're just gonna her. play with technology right now because that's what we do here on the yeah. Zodiac Challenge. Thank you already, everybody that's been in the chat. Y'all are cracking me up. Yes. Y'all are cracking um, me up. We, we you are gonna you. have to do it today. Will I'm gonna have to do it. Me. It will not okay. allow me to add some. Let's 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 get her. Let's get Coral in here. Coral, yes. you ready? I know you're ready, girl. Sagittarius. I know you're ready, girl. Here. Come on, girl. Come on in. Oh, hey, what's up, girl? It worked. Yes. Look at Gaunt. We did it. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. How are together. you, guys? This is Coral. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm Coral. Hey. I don't know why I'm waving. I know you. We were I mean, just on a call. Whatever. We're too having long, a great too time. Long, too long. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm just helping these ladies, these lovelies, uh, bring a little bit more understanding to the world around us. Um, my neighbor actually had a question for you, ladies. Um, are full moon crazies and retrograde crazies different? Hmm. Uh we we will just call him neighbor, uh, the neighbor, neighbor Fred. Hey Fred. Fred. Hey Fred. <laughs> neighbor Fred. Thank you for that great neighbor question. Fred. Is yeah. his last name Flintstone? He he. <sighs> <laughs> this is an old Southern white dude. Oh, I doubt it. So it's Fred Fred White Fred White Fred right. White. We'll say it's Fred White. I love that. Yeah. All right. Um, Great question, Fred White. That's an awesome question, Fred White. Undisclosed mm-hmm. location, because I'm not going to tell you where Coral is. <laughs> um, we in the I, South, y'all. In, pla- in some plants. <laughs> I'm in between two pothos. <laughs> can it. I say that? You can always say that. <laughs> Whatever you need to say. Okay. Um, yes, those are two different crazies. Um the, but crazy nonetheless but crazy nonetheless <laughs> i would say mercury retrograde probably most closely mirrors what our stereotypes about full moon crazy is because it's like a shorter lived period even though of course mercury retrograde lasts quite a lot longer than a full moon does you know just mm-hmm. a day or two or three maybe of energy depending on how intense the moon is um 
but it's shit just going wonky and haywire. I do feel like with um, full moons, it because it's an emotional thing, it's mm-hmm. just this tendency for people to be popping off when they normally wouldn't. Like, people who are bad at controlling their emotions become much worse on full moons. Like, right, oh right, right, my right. goodness. Yes, it is not. And it's not a really good time to um, get in an argument with your partner because you can't that that energy sleep is on heightened and, oh you absolutely sleep on it because like arguments with full moons on your partners or anytime eclipses i know i'm bringing up something i'm just saying like those don't end well because full moons bring endings and culminations so mm. just you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. your time and be like oh the moon's got me a little fucked up so i'm gonna we gonna slow this down how about <laughs> how about you would go in your room and we'll see when the sun comes up Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would definitely agree with Cassie, the, the Mercury retrogrades, they're just, because they're always in different signs and you just never know what's going to happen. It just seems to be everything goes wrong. Like not just one thing, your car will break down, your phone screen will crack. Um, your kid's school will be like, oh, they're doing homeschooling now, but you can't get your Wi-Fi up. I mean, there's just... <laughs> oh, be- God, girl. I know. You I just mean, read my whole life. Girl, like, I, feel I, like re- I just saw a week into my future. <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all already know how my powers be. I'm just letting you know. We got to be prepared for that. It's but, agreed. You know, agreed. I, I will also say for the people who um, menstruate, let's just put it that way, because we're, 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 we're about everybody here. Um, you can pay attention to your energies on the full moon and mm. the uh, new moon, whether that when that's when your menstruation happens. You can feel your energy erupting one way or the other. It's probably not best to fuck with a girl on her uh, that is that is on her period in the full moon. She, you know, if you've never seen the movie, I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> she came around. And they was fucking with her, and she came around. She said, I have um, And it was <laughs> insane. If you don't, go watch it. I promise you, you will understand the reference. But I'm just saying, <sighs> full moons bring, like, shots of crazy. Mercury, Mercury retrograde brings extended versions of uncontrollable crazies. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You, and, and the good thing is that after Mercury comes out of retrograde, things seem a lot clearer. And at least in full moons, you're just like, oh, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it passes a lot better. It's just amplified. Amps. Yeah. And I will speaking say- of, amps. I was going to say, speaking of amped, February, or February, January 17th is a full moon in what? Cancer. So talk about amped. <laughs> it's its home sign for y'all. And Mercury has, will have just gone retrograde. So in that moment, I say February 17th, y'all. Stay in your houses. Cuddle up. Get don't some, talk to your husband. That you day. know. Just don't talk to your wife. Masturbate. Don't talk to your kids. No. Masturbate. Mm-hmm. Buy extra batteries if you need to. Just Ayo. saying. Yes, mm-hmm. Woosaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Woosaw and a, some sage, some Palo Santo. Yes. Your, you know, all of those mm-hmm. things. But I, I like, I, I think that the crazies of those energies are necessary for us to calm down and really yeah. just check ourselves. Check mm-hmm. your emotions during a full moon. Check your work during a Mercury retrograde. Check, make sure you are paying attention to the details and that you are following through on things that you should be. Um, right. You know. Yeah. Emotions was- aren't a bad thing. No. <laughs> no, they're and necessary. Let them out. An yeah. interesting thing about a full moon is it is something that 
is experienced as crazy across belief systems, across mm -hmm. cultures, like gender, you know what I mean? Like not everyone is going to figure out that Mercury is in retrograde, but right. like almost everyone is going to figure out it's a full moon because it right. hits almost everyone, even people who are not tuned in <laughs> to their own vibrations at all will end up being like, what the fuck is going on today? And someone will be like, it's a full moon, Edgar. <laughs> That's why I'm like, God damn it, you know, Edgar. like. But and if you true. look at and if you watch movies, a lot of times you'll see that they always have this auspicious thing happening on the full moon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's mm -hmm. one of those things. But just know, like, our energies are small compared to that. We talk about our birth charts and everything like those little specks. Imagine the moon's powerful energy is on our own energy. Mm -hmm. um, so I love the moons, man. We just did our new moon last week. You know, so I hope yeah. you guys set your intentions. And right now we're just, we're, we're just enjoying them. Here we we're are. Just, yeah. We're just enjoying we them. Are. So yes. Thank you, Mr. Freya Flat. Yes. Thanks, Fred right. Thanks, Coral. All right. Yes, Join ladies. Us. Enjoy mm -hmm. the rest of the show. And uh, I'll, I'll let, I'll let Fred White know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I hope she does. Let Fred White go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to get off here now. <laughs> you should, if you hit the X in the corner, I think y'all leave. There you go. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. Peace. Aww. So, um, let's see. So, let's to recap, guys. Also, if you or anybody you know or anybody you know, no, no, wants to come and hang out with us because you already see we are the baddest bitches in this motherfucking astrology right now. Come on now. You be on Zodiac Chatline. Look at us. You, you know you want to be here with us. Send us a DM. Go to the Zodiac Chatline at gmail.com. You can send us a message there. We are there. We monitor that more than you know. Um, and if you have any questions, please feel free to email us there. We will probably answer them for you on the show. No, we will answer them on the show. Not even probably. We will. Mm-hmm. Should we, I want to address, I saw a question come up in the chat. Oh, okay. We'll give it six minutes and then we'll have been on for an hour. Okay. We give it, Men yeah. and women Ooh. of signs, aren't they different? I, uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I think one thing I, I bear in mind, anytime I meet somebody and find out their sign is if they're a man and they seem to be like a masculine performing man, you know, uh, gender is a construct anyway. It's all bullshit, but we're all there. You know the type. <laughs> and I find out they are a feminine sign, an earth or a water sign. I know they're emotional. Both of those um, elements are known for being emotional. Earth signs just tamp it down. Um, and so I know that they have some internal, probably friction from that. And maybe, especially water sign men, because water signs are very emotional. If you meet a water sign man who's not high yeah. vibrating, what you are going to find is probably somebody who is an addict, somebody who drinks a lot, self-medicates a lot because they can't deal with their they emotions. They drown their emotions rather than deal with them. Yeah. And Earth signs yeah. better at handling it. Still might, there still might be tension there. And then I feel that's less the case when I meet female masculine signs what i think it actually usually does is it in kind of um allows them to have a little bit more balance mm -hmm. with 
that masculine energy, right? Like fire signs and air signs, probably more fire signs than air signs can be abrasive, um, you know, very, very self, self-interested and brusque and just all the things women aren't supposed to be right and so even though those those fire sign women may very much want to be may deserve to be we all every broad in this chat deserves to be (laughs) fucking rude okay we've been through a lot as hello um or whatever (laughs) what the fuck we are um still going through it But they are able to temper those influences through the socialization of being a woman in the Mm -hmm. world. And actually, I think that ends up making them a little bit more well-rounded to be tapped into, I I have to be concerned with other people's feelings, you know, where, and if I meet a man who is an uh, heir or a fire sign, unless they're, (laughs) air sign, (laughs) I, I <laughs> just say it. You know, I don't want to like. I just, I, I, I just keep it in the back of my mind that they may be very egotistical, yes. and sometimes that's hard for me to deal with personally. So I just have to watch that. Um, what do you think? I would say I was gonna say I would say with the masculine. So with the fire and air signs of the males, um, they are directly who they are. Their sign brings them to be who they are. And so like, like, as you said, the fire sign males, they tend to be the, um, the, the, the peacocks. They tend to be the ones to be like, I'm going to throw my peen, whatever we peen on. Right. Whatever you call it. dog. They're, they're, they, they need to be the alpha dog, even though they're not the alpha dog. Let's just be real at that. Um, but they, that, that's, that's how they feel that they need. I know the library is open. <laughs> right. That's how they need to do that. Um, and then fires and then with the water sign, um, male energy, you know, it's, it's difficult. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. So <laughs> we have, you know, like you said it, we're just going to, so we're going to pull a card before we get out of here. We got just less than that. I'm doing the Lightseer's Tarot today, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really pretty. Got these, um, all of the Major Arcana out of here. So just going to pull that. And we'll have one card today. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Again, check us out. Sunday night. Sunday night. 11 p.m. Real people. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So guess what we got? The Squirrel card, y'all. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's the strength card. Let's say. Oh. That. <laughs> like, At first, know. I thought you said scrim, and I was like, what? "No, not squirrel, squirrel card, squirrel card." All right, so oh yeah, we have pulled what Leo. Okay, yeah. so this is the strength card. This is ruled by Leo. As you can see, you can see the lion and the lamb. Uh, what I love about the strength card is that it talks about. Um, an inner strength, like a peaceful inner strength. It's not a very forceful strength. It is more like it comes very naturally. So I say this week, guys, use your inner strength to move mountains and to do whatever you need to do. Um, take that leader, Leo energy, shine, be the leader of your pride, be the leader of your pack. Um, who wants to fall behind? You know what I'm saying? So Cassie. Not in Capricorn season. Girl, we got to stay on top. Cassie, That's right. you know what it is, homie. It's all love. You, 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 it's you. It's you. Um, it's I'll, you. I love you. you. 
See y'all later. Thank you. Thank you so much. Peace. <laughs> ah!